there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the baby. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. How are you? Good, thanks. Salty, how are you? I'm good. How Robert? are you, Robert? I'm good. Yeah. Great. Living the dream over here. Yeah. All right. Sames. Samesies. Yeah, Sames. Cam? Yeah. On top of the world. All right. On top of the world, beneath which the Black Lodge plots away. Perfect segue. What are we talking about? Today on the show, we're going to be talking about the Black Lodge, and we're also going to be talking about spontaneous human combustion. SHC. But shall we start with the Black Lodge? TBL. I think we should start with SHC. I think we should start with the Black Lodge. Okay. Just (laughs) because there's not so much gear that it's going to take us forever to get through. Uh, I mean, I, I would like to... It's a funny little topic you picked, to be honest. I, I would like to just get this on record uh, for the listener. Cam, this was your idea. Yep. And when Salty and I suggested maybe this isn't really a thing in any way, you said... Now, let me just... We're about to be quoted. Yeah. He's about to drop quotes. You said, this is why I asked how research was going in case it was too obscure, i.e. too hard for lesser researchers to find, and we needed to pivot. Intimating that you, Cam, had this great vein of Black Lodge gear. So, Cam. Considering all we found was references to Twin Peaks. Peaks. Uh, And Anthrax. And Anthrax, the band. And also... Uh, Alistair Crowley's one fiction book, or one of his fiction books, mentions it in the book Moonchild. Uh, anything else? I don't know, Cam. What is what is the Black Lodge? Because you were quite serious and like this underpins everything. This is a huge thing. I don't know. Blow the doors off yeah. conspiracy. You'd say this underpins almost everything, right? Yeah. Maybe it does. I will perhaps walk it back to say it's an important definition in our cult dictionary. Now, Cam, are these three, one, two, three, five pages worth of notes you've got there all about the Black Lodge? No, they're not all about the Black Lodge. (laughs) So what is the Black Lodge? Well, there's a few schools of thought. Okay. But it's something, as we explore the occult, Hmm. uh, it's something that I thought we might need to understand 
anyway, uh, Alice A. Bailey, mm-hmm. who's one of the grandmothers of theosophy, along with uh, Madame Blatvatsky. Right. And uh, we, we need to get on to theosophy at some point. It's bloody, it's really hard to read about. I've been reading a lot of magic books. Okay. <laughs> Is it related to Theophilus Thistler? <laughs> so I've been reading a lot of magic books and they're, they're a tough slog. Mm. But I did I did get onto this via Moonchild. You're st- struggling through Harry Potter still over yeah. there. Now, Moonchild, the Alistair Crowley book, do we know if that's what the Iron Maiden song of the same name is based on? I would say most definitely. Okay. On the other hand, just the concept of a child in the moon is a universal one. Man. Mm. Man in the moon. Yeah. Or a little, you know, the little Pixar. A little Pixar moon bloke. He's not in the moon. He's just sliding having a, down. Having a sit on it. He's yeah. having a fish. Taking a fish. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, anyway, uh, Alice A. Bailey, who is one of the grandmothers of theosophy, goes on about the Black Lodge quite a bit. Mm, just it's, wanted to... just It's DreamWorks. Not fair, Pixar. Yeah, Pixar's the lamp, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Uh, and I'll just say, as a riposte, that uh, last week we, we, and by we, I mean you, got the uh, Project Blue Book guy's name wrong like five times. That's just because I couldn't remember it. <laughs> we got it right one time. Anyway, it's not a competition. <laughs> You're treating it like one. So, Alice Bailey saw the world as being in the midst of a larger cosmic battle between the Great White Lodge, who were the good guys, right. and the Black Lodge, who were the bad guys. Uh she wrote about them extensively in her books, including an esoteric healing, uh, where she wrote, The whole problem of evil is, however, too vast to contemplate here, nor is it advisable or wise to discuss the source of evil, the Black Lodge. Cool. So maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. But we, discussing it. we discussed Skinwalkers and got off fucking scot-free. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she also wrote, These forces are now raging and running wild. Their effect is almost tangible and factually invisibly present under the control of the Black Lodge. This lodge uses the voices of lying propaganda, the word of death, which I shall not give to you for the om, the word of life, suffices, and the sound of the densest aspect in manifestation, the sound of power in the mineral kingdom. So that om is the sound of good, like when you meditate and stuff. Om. That's the word of life. Right. So there is another similar word, but the word death of death. And one for power. Yeah. Fuck, we need to figure out what this power one is. She shouldn't have all the power. She won't tell mm. us the word of death, though. Well, I'm not too worried about the death one. I just want the power one. I tried looking it up. No, there's a sound of power. Yeah. It's not a word, though. Well, I want to know how to make the sound. Anyway, uh, I agree with that. She yeah. writes about how, like in World War Two, uh, the Black Lodger were particularly strong in Germany, for example. <laughs> that was uh, somewhere where they had a lot of power. Yeah. But uh, it's, is this in the in the same realm of the, the like the rural society and stuff? Yeah. So yeah, she sees this large cosmic battle where the forces of evil are the Black Lodge, right? And the black adepts of the Black Lodge. Now others mm-hmm. take a different view. Uh, some say that the Black Lodge is not an actual lodge. You idiots. Yeah. It's not not a literal lodge. It's an egregore. I knew it. I knew it. Classic. (laughs) Yep. Uh, An egregore is a thought form. Right. It's a sentient being made up of collective thoughts. Right. 
So when a group of people all have the same thought, it can give power to a, a being right. on a higher plane. And the Black Lodge is the collective egregore of humanity's blindness, the chaotic egoism that is our natural state. That's sort of like the whole American Gods thing, right? Yeah, I think so. The Neil Gaiman thing, where like there's the old gods like Odin and all that, but then because people are worshipping new things like technology, mm. there's like the new gods. Right. And who they... come to have power because everyone's like worshipping their phones and stuff. So there's like the digital kid who's like the fucking jerk off douchebag god, but who controls all the technology and stuff. Like Jake Paul. Yeah. 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 So an egregore can also be like a, a country can have its own egregore. Like if all of the people of a country are th- sort of thinking the same way, it can give power to right. a being that possesses that. And some of these guys, including Bailey, think that uh, when, you know, wars and things are going on, it's also the egregores of these countries are fighting. Ah, but and on like a fucking higher... On a higher level. Yeah. But you can turn the tide of the war. So one thing that people in the UK apparently did during World War Two was they would collectively meditate right. to give power to like the British egregore and to stop like the bombing right. that's coming. So they keep calm and carry on. So I found some Black Lodge stuff about uh, World War Two, but not Germany, but Japan. Oh, right. So... This guy that I was reading, um, he posts regularly on some sort of metaphysical forum. And he said when he was 13, his mentor um, was taking him through astral pre- projection. Yeah. And he was explaining him to him um, that when the Pearl Harbor bombing happened, all of the newspapers had already gone to print except for one, which I didn't actually look this up. I'm assuming it's right. It seems like something that would be right. Yeah. Uh, Why would a guy on a metaphysical forum be talking? Well, I feel like this this the one the one factual thing he would has up his sleeve is probably this. Right. Um, one particular paper was you know it had a delayed print run, a small town thing, so they got the news before everyone. Um, but uh, the official time of the bombing was two twenty two. They ran out of uh, two, number the number two for the headlines. So they had to put it as 2.23, thus stealing one minute from time, changing the narrative of time somehow. Uh, okay. And from there, that was somehow related to the fact that underneath Japan, a lot of these Black Lodge temples were. Oh. Uh, and they were, you never guess where, Hiroshima. Mm-hmm. Nagasaki. Nagasaki. Hey. Uh, and that's why, for some reason... That's why we really had to bomb those yeah. cities. So this guy's mentor was taking him to, like... He was going around and going to Moscow and then to Japan and transporting himself, astral, whatever, mm. metaphysically, and then doing deals, and he stole these two coins. So somehow there was a, he had to steal the coins during the bombings and then while the bombings happened, the nuclear stuff laid waste to everything and that stopped the, the lodges from doing whatever they were doing. And then afterwards, he took one of the coins back to them and said, oh, I've got this coin, let's make peace with the black lodges because I'm a white lodge guy. Yeah. But secretly, he had another coin up his sleeve. Oh, no. 
It was two coins. They didn't even realize there was two. He well, tricked them. Well, two coins, Tony. Yeah. What's this got to do with how some bumfuck paper stole yeah, what happened to a the minute minute? in time? Look, this was probably about <laughs> 4,000 to 5,000 words long. Okay. So I skimmed it. Oh, uh, um, there we go. There was, at some point, there was a self-portrait of a demon, which I'm wondering if this guy really knows what self-portrait means. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he wasn't claiming that he was a demon. He's just right. like self self uh, Yeah, but... That's what I got on Black Lodges. Yeah. Right. There's also a link to Freemasonry. Yeah. Yep. There's like the Blue Lodges, which are like the normal, you're every run of the mill, bloody fucking, what's his name? The gardener at high school is a mason. He goes down the Blue Lodge. Yep. Then you have the Red Lodges, which are like the next ones up. Mm-hmm. And then the one that no one ever talks about. The Black Lodge. The Black Lodge is the, the highest one. Not to be confused with the Prince... Lodges that we talked about the other day in the Skinwalker episode. I don't remember that. The African American lodges. Oh right, yeah, yeah. No, no, not black as in black guys. No. <laughs> I did see someone confusing them though. Oh okay. <laughs> so I was like, why is Cam? What's this race thing? Cam's yeah. going on? <laughs> I saw a guy saying that uh, you're in- not equipped for this. <laughs> <laughs> In Malcolm X's autobiography, he talks about getting visited in prison by this mysterious figure. Right. Uh, who he describes it's sort of similar to the way some people describe Men in Black, yeah. who people say are agents of the Black Lodge. Uh. And, uh, yeah, it's made out to be very mysterious. And they're like, and Malcolm X was in the Black Guy's Lodge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they visit him by mistake. <laughs> um, the only other things I found were... No, that was basically it for the Freemate. There was just, it's this... This unspoken of Freemason degree, like higher than 33, yeah. the Black Lodge. The 34th degree. 34th. <laughs> um, there was so, yeah, someone was, because on this forum, someone was banging on about this Black Lodge of Freemasonry saying that um, George Bush Sr. was apparently in the Black Lodge of Masonry and he was like a 42nd degree Mason. And then someone else was like, don't be an idiot. He wasn't in the, the Masons. Skull and bones, maybe, yeah, but not not Masons. <laughs> I was like, oh, you guys, you cook guys are just fucking arguing semantics now. It's the same cook shit. Um, there was a conversation on the subreddit uh, Occult last week uh, about black and white lodges. Right. It received two upvotes. Yep. So, uh, see, thir- as I said, this is definitely a thing. 38, <laughs> 38 comments, uh, most of which were people saying, huh, I know what the black lodge is about. It's all about the fourth dimension. And then someone's like, well, explain the fourth dimension to us. And then they're like, well, if you knew what it was, I wouldn't have to explain it. Yeah. yeah. And then so then there's That's comments. exactly correct for everything ever in life. Um, well, I can if make- you know what something is, I don't have to explain it to you. And there, there was comments uh, like, if you're going to get very far with this, your definition of real, in quotation marks, might need some adjustment. Yeah. Ooh. Good point by that guy. Uh, thus, uh, yeah. Uh, then someone said between real and fake what makes you think there's a difference and so it's just oh. 38 comments of people just talking like this back yeah, and no one like, that doesn't have a lot of upvotes because it's such a controversial topic because yeah. it's led to this flame war they start losing the flame war and they chuck a little down vote on yeah. there <laughs> so in terms of um, in terms of Twin Peaks the Black Lodge was like the place where the people talked backwards and it was all weird and shit right yeah where the demons came and possessed people from. That's correct. Yeah. 
And which then the Anthrax song is based on? Uh, yeah, there's a great song by Anthrax on their album Sound of White Noise called The Black Lodge, which is based on Twin Peaks, apparently. It's yeah. A banger. Banger of a track. There's a lot of the Twin Peaks stuff is based on real occult things, mm. which was annoying for researching this. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the stuff that I found was just people using it as a as a shorthand for good and evil. Yeah, right. Like, you know, the the good guys are the white guys, bad guys are the black guys. Yeah. yeah. Cheers, guys. Yeah. It's 20, 2019. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did find someone who was a little bit more literal. Uh, Devin, Devin Ander uh, in 1958 in an edition of Search magazine wrote an article, UFOs and the Black Lodge. Which began, where would you dwell if you were a living incarnation of wickedness? All right, that is actually a little bit what we were just talking about. Mm. But would you not seek a remote secret place in keeping with your character? Of course you would. Why are liquor taverns and dens of vice always dark and curtained? Because they vibrate to and symbolize that which is evil. Therefore, the masters of blackness selected ages ago the caves and caverns below the surface of the earth for their retreats. So his theory is that... Uh, the Black Lodge is a literal group which is beneath the surface of the earth. Mm. That's where the Nazis went to hang out. Plotting away. Yeah. Uh, the UFOs come into it. So their theory is that um, a lot of the UFO sightings are sort of ethereal in nature. They're you know, cosmic magical mm. ships rather than uh, spaceships. Mm-hmm. And that you're seeing you know, the, the White Lodges and the Black Lodges flying around. but uh, Little rockets on the bottom of the lodges. Yeah. But that is why every now and then when someone sees a Black Lodge ship, some strange men in black have to come around and tell them, oh, you just shut up about that. Mm, shut boy. up about our bloody dark magic ship, will you? This is all very vague, right? It's quite specific. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What else you got? That's all I've got. Okay. I, I brought um, three things. I introduced you to the concept of egregores. Yep. I've got Alice A. Bailey and I've got bloody flying aircraft that, as old as Atlantis and Lemuria have always moved in our skies and have always been seen by men. Several intuitive students of the flying saucer mystery have come closer to the truth, but in every case they were frightened into silence by agents of the Black Lodge. I brought you three bloody bangers, mate. Um, for researchers, Alice A. Bailey. Yeah. Not LSA Bailey. Yes. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm not criticising your pronunciation. It just, no, you could say it. You could say either one and it sounds exactly the same. Yeah. You criticised my pronunciation last week as well. When you oh, were, I mean, that was valid. No, this week, that was fine. Because if you listen I'm to not it, I never you. said magazines. Wow. A little bit teachy now. Yeah. <laughs> so another way that... Uh, Devin Ander says that the Black Lodge works is through unsuspecting human agents, one of which they name as uh, Richard Shaver, the mediumistic writer who uh, wrote science fiction stories about a, an underground world. And so he was out there putting, putting out these crazy stories about underground worlds so no one would suspect that uh, there really was a world down there. And if anyone was like, oh, I reckon there's naughty people under the ground, they'd be like, oh, you're crazy. It's just a story. Uh, so Dick Shaver yeah. doing some predict- predictive programming. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. What else do we have on Black Lodge? Is that it? 
Oh, some low hanging fruit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if it's there, if it's juicy enough, go for it. Pluck I guess. it, mate. I'll pluck, pluck it. that fruit and just enjoy all of our nature's bounty. Yeah. Um. So that's well, it for the Black Lodge. Yeah. What are they? What? It's just a thing. Well, it's just a thing that that people use as a metaphor. Yeah. It's just like a collective. Uh, good and evil kind good and of evil metaphor. Yeah. Thing metaphor. Yeah. Or yeah. it's real. Or it's or it's an actual lodge. Yeah. Under the ground where bad people live. Until we bombed them in Hiroshima. Yeah. yeah. Or and gave them a coin and tricked them somehow. Yeah, by stealing a minute. Yeah. <laughs> or it is the uh chaotic egoism of humanity. Oh. Given form form through thought thought power. Yeah. Oh, and that's why we're in trouble now because we mentioned it. Yeah. Well, no, we're not supposed to we're, they're too evil to mention in the first place. You're allowed to mention the yeah, egregores. Right. You're not going to get in trouble for mentioning them. But if they were a real lodge that was incredibly evil, we probably shouldn't be mentioning them. They're going to come for us. But they haven't come for like a couple of cooked people on YouTube. Mm. And they didn't come from for this, uh, I'll just say, props to the cooked units of Days Gone By who put a lot of this stuff on GeoCities for me to read <laughs> today. Right. On the Wayback Machine or are they still up? Still up. Yeah, wow. So surely that's going to have to... Wrap well, up some GeoCities right? did a, a cull. Right. I remember my GeoCities page got culled. Oh, what was your Geo- GeoCities page about? It's not important what it was about. Oh, oh. I wish I knew. <laughs> it's not important what I'm using lists I, I compiled. But, uh. Well, so we know they're lists then. Yeah, there, was a, there were quite a number of lists, humorous lists on the site. You were BuzzFeed before it was BuzzFeed. I was. What did BuzzFeed steal from you? What were some of the ideas? Stole all of my great ideas. Like what? Anyway, (laughs) no, you're getting nothing. (laughs) Um, Came invented clickbait too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They managed to survive the GeoCities cull of like 2005. Mm. So GeoCities are in on it. Mm. Yeah, but I mean... Well, the thing with GeoCities websites is quite often the background is black. As opposed mm. to white. Mm. With like a pentagram gif. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And green text. Like a staff field that blinked. Yeah. <laughs> or static, like TV static. Yeah. <laughs> but if they manage to survive that, then I really have to take issue with Alice A. Bailey and Esoteric Healing, who tells us you can't even talk about them or they'll mm. get you. Mm. What do you think the death word is? <sighs> what if it was just mo? Like the opposite of om. Yeah. <laughs> Mo. Mo. Should we talk about fire? Sure. Fire. You know? You know that song? Uh, I think Cam, you were referencing uh, what's that band? The Crazy Gay World Bar? of Arthur Brown. The Brown? Gay Bar Band. I was talking about the Crazy World of Arthur Brown. Oh, really? Okay. Um, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, then. I assume we're, we're all be talking yeah. about we... Fire in the Disco. What's that yeah, band? What's that? Don't Never know. heard of it. Yeah. I think, uh... Fire. Da, da, da. <laughs> Take you to burn. No, Robert? No, I don't know this at all. Generation gap. Yeah, it must be. (laughs) 
What are we talking about in relation to fire? Uh, we're talking about spontaneous human combustion. So not just normal human combustion. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, someone, yeah. We, we planned this. Yeah. It's been planned out. Someone's flicked the match at me. Yeah. yeah. Knew how this was going to go down. Uh, this is when it just happens. All right. And it's not just spontaneous combustion when stuff gets too hot. Yeah. Which can happen. Bales yeah. of hay. Yep. A silo. Yep. Uh, other agricultural things, no doubt. Yeah, yeah gra- grain. F- fluids. Yep. Super combustible fluids, if they get too hot, can catch on fire. Dynamite. Yeah, don't let your dynamite sweat. Do no. not let it sweat. Um, grain silos, I think, like when they get, like there's a whole many, many risks right. in relation to those. Because like the dust from the grain, yeah, right. like it's really flammable and then as anything, you'll just oh. set that off. It's not only ergot. No, no, all great. grain is dangerous. Um, and also, like, getting sucked into a grain silo oh, that's is a terif- huge risk. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Is that something that keeps you up at night? Uh, if I think about it too much. Really? It's the same It's the same concept as, like, sinkholes. Okay. Quicksand. Quicksand. I can't think about think sinkholes too much because <laughs> I just start freaking myself out. I mean, you lead a lifestyle that you're probably not going to encounter oh, at least grain, grain silos that that's often. That's the thing, no. though. You're more likely to... There's grain silos in Melbourne. Yeah. Not too far from where we are. You can probably see a grain silo out the window. No, you can't from here. Maybe not. Mm. From this building, you could see a grain silo from a window in this building. There's that Don silo, which I just always assumed is full of ham. Yeah, (laughs) in North Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the great ham silo of North Melbourne. (laughs) So there are Pepperoni sticks. (laughs) I wouldn't mind falling into a vat of pepperoni sticks. Just eat my way out. We don't have to worry about quicksand, but there's, you know, there's always a chance. Like, your day would have to have gone wrong, yeah. but well, you could I mean, end up in the side. But <laughs> even like sinkholes, like I, where I used to work in Brisbane, I used to drive near this place all the time. Hmm. One day, uh, this is after I had left working there, fucking turned the news on, a car got swallowed up by a sinkhole on the same road I used to drive down. There are some roads near me, um, which is not too far from here. Yeah, no, don't tell me this. That um, quite often I see like ground or water coming up from under the road. Oh, yeah. yeah. We saw we, this. We, actually, to, to, be, to completely contradict my whole thing about it, me and Cam spent like 15 minutes jumping on one of them one day. <laughs> Why were you jumping on it? Was it like spraying so water? Cave in. That's the exact scenario where a sinkhole starts. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. You're tempting death. And buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> um, uh, listeners out there, maybe like, maybe the road ones are probably going to be okay 99.9% of the time. Yeah. Grain silo, if you see a big thing of grain, don't jump on no. it. Don't no. don't light a match. No. Stay don't away. Be, don't be like, I'm going to be the Scrooge McDuck of grain. <laughs> fucking dive in expected to do some I'm backstrokes. king of grain. But also, if you see a huge vault of coins, yeah, don't, don't dive into that, yeah, either. Don't dive into yeah. that either. Unless you've got the, the natural oils of a duck yeah. to lubricate your way through. Yeah. Unless you're an oily duck. Yeah. Quick aside, have you guys seen any of the new DuckTales cartoon? Didn't know there was a new one. No, I haven't. It's got David Tennant, right? Yeah. It's fucking great. Right. Check it out. What platform is it on? Uh, might be on Netflix. Hmm. Netflix. It's really good. I was surprised. Okay, so we're not, but we're not talking about normal combustion, yeah, no. or normal sinkholes. We're not talking about spontaneous combustion. We're not talking about normal human combustion. We're talking about spontaneous human combustion. Yeah. SHC. Yeah, when a bloke or a lady mm-hmm. just goes up in flames. Yeah, yeah, 
so I feel like I remember seeing this as a kid mm. on the news and stuff. Well, not the news, but like unsolved, book. unsolved mysteries yeah. or like, yeah, in one of those books. Like Reader's Digest books of like the world's most unexplained mysteries yeah, would yeah. always have it or like some sort of weird encyclopedia of the strange that you never really knew where it came from but yeah, it like, yeah. was always in your parents bookshelf <laughs> yeah yeah when yeah. you went back to the bookshop it was gone yeah <laughs> um i reckon i i remember all the cases being like in england i got a lot of english yeah. people were spontaneously combusting in the 70s well, that's people, my memory of it people yeah. have been spontaneously combusting for centuries really Mainly in England, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, there wasn't, you know, there weren't people in lots of places until relatively recently. It was every, most people were in England. Mm. Mm. Until they, the English went. Yeah, until they moved out. And then the people that were there already didn't count. Let's not get into this. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? Uh, I guess we've established what it is. You're just hanging out, going about your day. So Boom. Fire. Yeah. So I think there's been there've been hundreds and hundreds of cases of this over the years. Yeah. It's one of those things though where the details are a bit sketchy. Mm. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's always seems to be kind of a strange fire in that the person burns up but like nothing else in the room seems to catch on fire. Yes. <laughs> um, trigger warning as well, I guess. This gets pretty gross. Yeah, in you, one second. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if you if you don't want icky or gross stuff, maybe just listen to an old episode. So a common thing is that, uh, like the feet and the hands, won't burn. Mm. So you'll just have like a skeleton sitting in a chair. Yeah. Chair unburnt. Yeah. Just some feet and some hands. Yeah. You know, flopped on the ground. Some bit of crispiness. Yeah. Um. Yeah, quite often it's like a hat and legs. Yeah. Or like the chair is charred and then it just remains. Mm. Um, so, so, like some of the cases are weird though because like they'll be on a bed, like a very flammable bed mm. and their body's completely burnt mm. and the bed is just untouched. Do you want to know the, and this is where it gets icky, do you want to know the what the leading theory for this is? Sure. Or, or for I guess to, to take it back to the why nothing else is is charred, like sure. or just charred. Why nothing's burned up. Do you want to work through the less leading theories first? Okay. Before do that. you, you yeah, rub right. one up. With. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just explain what it is. Yeah. It's a bloody, it's a bloody prime suspect for an energy weapon, isn't it? It yeah. is. Yeah. Fuck. But the, I mean, they wouldn't have had energy weapons back in the 1600s, wouldn't they? Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe maybe the Black Lodge did. Yeah. yeah. Bloody the aliens would have. Now they've refined it so they just play with your dinger. But back then, they were yeah. just clumsily burning people up. All right. Have you done the calibration, Roger? I have done the calibration. Okay. You've aimed it at his dinger? I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not again. Christ. So, one, th- one theory that I didn't see anyone talking about, actually, was what if someone's just killing people and chucking them on a, on a bed? Afterwards, but like the the uh, other parts are charred. Yeah, so they've burnt them up. Yeah, and then they're like, "All right, dump that body on a chair." Mm. And the the detectives are like, "Yeah, spontaneous combustion." And <laughs> another case. <laughs> I don't think that many detectives or that many, like I think the the police and stuff were are always like, "Well, we don't know how it happened." Mm. And then people go, "Oh, that was spontaneous combustion." I don't think it's ever been on official record as like. 
cause of death, spontaneous combustion. So there are a few other theories. Ball lightning right? Hey, is one. Back again. Old mate, making yeah. a comeback. Again, people don't know what the go is. Yep. But it could explain it if you had it in your house. Yep. Yep. Sitting in your chair. Little blowing ball comes towards you. Yeah. G'day, mate. Yeah. This is new. Hey. Oh. Combusted. What else? Uh, it could be... Well, there's a few weird ones and there's a few normal ones. So there was a guy called Larry Arnold who wrote a book where he proposed that uh, subatomic particles called pyrotrons mm. were uh, setting off like a subatomic reaction right. inside the body, which would burn the body up. Mm. From the inside out. From the inside out. Like a microwave. Yeah. Cool. But no real explanation for how that would work. And there's no evidence that these super flammable particles exist. Right. Mm. What else you got? Is that part of like how we all have a fire in our soul? Yeah. It's these little bloody pyrotrons. You let it get out of control and then... Yeah, burns you up. Uh, there's also just uh, psychic energy. If you had a little bit too much of it, could catch. You're downplaying just yeah. psychic energy. That's a... And then uh, lots of boring theories. So uh, scolding. These people could have just been scolded. Maybe if some sort of massive like soup injury. Like, you know, in The Simpsons, remember we talked about that episode of The Simpsons with the chowder where we got, got all of the details of it really wrong? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if someone was to scold themselves with chowder, yeah. it could give the impression that they've, they've been burnt. burnt. And yeah. the chowder would evaporate, of course, by the time the police arrived. That's some fucking hot soup. Yeah, that is just a ridiculous theory. Right, well, cut, uh, cut scolding out then, even yeah. though it would explain everything. Maybe if, like, yeah, no, definitely cut it out. That's maybe ridiculous. If it was like a castle guardsman who was like stirring his boiling oil to they were going to throw on the enemy, yeah. and he accidentally spilt it on himself. Also, stumbled back to his bed. Also, laid down. also soup just doesn't evaporate. <laughs> like, if you spilt hot soup on your carpet, that ain't going anywhere. Yeah. Or chowder. Chowder's yeah. probably even less likely to go anywhere than soup. They'd be like, he's he's weirdly burnt up, but he smells great. Yeah. He smells like onions and... Yeah. It smells like delicious. French onion. Yeah. Now, Salty, are you familiar with ketosis? Yes. Yeah. This is uh, something that can be caused by low-carb dieting. Right. Jesus Christ. That's what I'm like trying to do. Well, maybe you should be careful because uh, ketosis could call, uh, produce acetone. Right. Which is incredibly flammable. Yeah. And that could be why... Someone might go up in flames. Right. If they've been on a low-carb diet or if they've been drinking heavily. Yeah, right. Is that the, the acetone is like part of the ketones and stuff, I guess? I guess so. Because when you go into ketosis, like a lot of shit changes with your body. Like your piss stinks really bad and your breath stinks. And Have you tried lighting your piss on fire? No, I haven't, but fucking... Mm, you should probably do that. Probably well, maybe <laughs> put it in a glass first. You don't want that oh. flame going back up. Just light... Yeah. Just near your dinger. <laughs> let's go. You know how like kids are like, let's go play sword fights. You know? Is that what kids are like? <laughs> they, they, they pee and they like cross their yeah. streams and stuff. Yeah, well, sword fights. Let's go play flamethrowers. <laughs> All right. Uh, there, there have been a lot of alcohol theories over this. So people thought that uh, it was just due to people being alcoholics. Robbo, you, maybe you can confirm this. When you drink a lot of booze. Mm-hmm. Does that uh, then result in you becoming incredibly flammable? Um, I mean, I haven't gone up yet. Because liquor is flammable, of yeah, course. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it would probably matter what type of booze. And I definitely found one case that 
this guy um, was known for drinking like unmodified grain alcohol. Yeah, right. And then he spontaneously combusted one day. It's like, wow, you probably, probably bought that one on yourself. Yeah. But I think it's spontaneous. Uh, now, I don't know if this, which one's going to be your most likely theory. I've, I've got two theories left. Mm. One of which is just people smoking darts and falling asleep. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's it. <laughs> 100%, yeah. Because <laughs> they're, um, yeah. There's also the wick effect. Yeah, that, yeah, and that's where it gets gross. This is like the body fats Yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is... I reckon heaps of these are just someone's dropped a cigarette and it's like burnt their clothes mm. and they've gotten some burns on their clothes. They haven't necessarily burnt from the inside out. No. But it just gets like written down as another case. Mm. So there is this theory that if you were to drop a cigarette on yourself while you're sleeping and it was your clothes were to catch on fire, your skin could split mm. and then the subcutaneous fats in your body could then be heated up enough that they would catch on fire yeah and then you would sort of burn from the inside out mm. Mm. the thing essentially uh called the wick effect because you turn into a candle yeah uh and and that stops it from spreading you know when you, say if you got um some lighter fluid and put it into a, one part of your carpet and lit it and eventually it would burn out but it would stay in that same place mm. that's kind of what's happening in this scenario yeah. where your body fat yeah. is the fuel yeah and once that burns out yeah it doesn't catch on to anything else um, there was uh, one study done, uh, it was actually ages ago, it was in 1938, um, but they found seven things in common for all the recorded cases. Uh, the victims are chronic alcoholics. Uh, they're usually elderly females. Uh, the body is not burned spontaneously, but some lighted substance has come into contact with it. Uh, the hands and feet usually fall off. You can tell it's like early day, like the 30s, where they're just sitting so blunt. The hands and feet when we fall off. Like <laughs> these days, it'll be like the phalanges uh, detached. Phalanges. Uh, the fire has caused very little damage to combustible things in contact with the body. So that's like the seats and things like that. Cheers. Uh, the combustion of the body has left a residue of greasy and fetid ashes, very offensive in odour. Mm. All right. So basically, old ladies who are alcoholics that are, are lighting a cigarette. Yeah. Dosed off. Yeah. 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 Leave some stinky fat stains. Yeah. Now, I was a bit disappointed. They reckon that the hands and the feet just don't have enough fat to burn. Mm. I was, I was hoping it's something grosser, like they, you know, your arms like just melt them off and they drop. Yeah. They don't catch. Mm. Those are just boring. Um, Those bony feet. Yeah. And I, I guess the uh, ketosis came up also. Uh, Possibly caused by alcoholism. So I think alcoholism can cause ketosis somehow. I guess probably you're not getting all the nutrients you need from booze. There's a lot of sugar. Mm. I, I don't really know how it works. Uh, but yeah, then you, then you, I don't know, you pass out with a dart. Yeah. Um, did you guys find out about Ariel Louise? No. Tell us more. So Ariel Louise, um, Tesla's grand niece. And she apparently spontaneously combusted. Oh, oh. And there's a theory where, uh, that she... Um, was mucking around with some of her uncle's old gear. Well, no. She was a friend of uh, John Hutchinson, who, whose technology was allegedly used in uh, September 11th, 2001. Jesse Ventura uh, went and visited this bloke and had a look at some of his weapons. Um, he Ener- energy weapons? Yep. And he had a... He showed an apparatus at the top of his RV that Jesse calls a death ray machine hidden in plain view. Uh, 
Um, John says it's a peaceful application of the technology um, and they've been using it to mitigate the pollution from the deep horizon spill in the Gulf. Is that the we, same bloke that did that? I'm did not sure. Did we talk about this guy? We did talk about the guy that blasted that with sound. Yeah, no, this is different. Yeah, I think this is different. This is a new guy. And between the two of them, they haven't managed to fix it. No, no. They're still a famously awful, awful disaster. Or is it just because it's about to get fixed by the sound waves and then it gets blasted with laser waves? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so she was friends with this guy. Um, Ari Louise was friends with him. Uh, but then it says that she considered him a stalker. Yep. And then she died from spontaneous combustion. <laughs> so um, then it says she was indeed strange. This is a, I don't know where I was, what I copied this from, um, but she seemed a good match for John, in my opinion. Who's but saying this? Jesse I can't Ventura. remember. Yeah, no, I can't remember where I copied this from. It must have been from Jesse Ventura. Um, seemed a good match, but that didn't seem to take. No. Because he set her on fire. Well, <laughs> energy weapons. politically. Yeah, politically. But, you know... Lasers are real. Yes. Like, we're not laser deniers. No. You could set someone on fire with a laser. Yes. Part of the reason that they, the energy weapons and, like, the mind uh, control weapons that they have, they don't use them. Mm. This is in real life now. Yeah. The reason they don't use, like, microwaves to put ideas in people's heads, which they can do, mm. is because the reason you can't do it is because you would melt their brain. Yes. So, so you're saying that maybe John Hutchinson cooked her brain? You could like so you could, if you were so inclined, you could light someone on fire with a microwave weapon, and it would cook them from the inside out, and it would probably spontaneously combust them. Mm. Well, it wouldn't be no, spontaneous, it wouldn't be spontaneous it would be because yeah. you lasered them. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about the cigarette theory. It seems a little implausible now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I also came across, there's this game, um, which I think I've come across before but never really looked into it, which is an Illuminati card game. Oh, yeah. uh, and it was created by Steve Jackson. Did you guys ever do fighting fantasy books? Uh, Warlock of Firetop uh, Mountain, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Citadels of Chaos. Is that where you make a little D&D card, card yeah, 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 beforehand? Yeah. Yeah. Seas of Blood, that was a good one. You're a little yeah. pirate in this. Let's choose your own adventure with dice. But cooler as well. Yeah, okay. I'm not as nerdy as choose your own adventure. you got right. dice and... Like stats, yeah, mana. Uh, anyway, so this guy, way less nerdy, <laughs> way more nerdy. Um, so I was watching a um, fucking hey, salty, let's take his lunch money, eh? <laughs> and use it to buy some D12s. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was watching this one of those sort of YouTube preacher ladies, uh, who was talking about this game and how she thinks it's kind of prove, proves the Illuminati. Right. And she was taking out a lot of the cards and like showing the symbolism. It's like, you know, they're using the 666, which is common in the Illuminati, and the triangles. It's like, yeah, it's a card game about the Illuminati. Yeah. It's why there are symbols on it. Yeah. You're not uncovering secrets here. Yeah. Um, but she was saying all of the all this indicates um, like there in the game there's energy beams and there's satellites, um, and then there's, you know, various other, you know, dark things that we talk about. Uh, and in her mind, that proves that spontaneous combustion is, is 100% true, but it's triggered by the Illuminati. Right. So it isn't spontaneous, I guess, again. it's Yeah. yeah. Everyone needs to check themselves. <laughs> then I, then I realised that we should probably get a copy of that game and play it. Yeah. Because that sounds rad. Oh, yeah. There's a few different versions. You know, the other day I came to 
it came into my realm of knowledge that there's a Big Trouble in Little China game. Mm. And there was a comic book store, which I really like, who Friday, Saturday, Sunday had a warehouse sale. I saw that I advertised. And it's fucking, it's in Cheltenham, so it's like, it's too far yeah. <laughs> to go, especially <laughs> when it's like 39 degrees. But they had it on special and I was like, fuck, do I need to go out there and buy this game? Because like, the box looked great. And you didn't? I didn't. The reason why I didn't was because I jumped on YouTube and I was like, let me check out this game. And there's this 11 minute video of someone explaining the rules. And mm. Fuck, it's so, so overly complex. Mm. Like you'd spend so much time trying to understand how everything works that you would not have any fun playing the game. And I didn't go get it, mm. but then I did kind of regret not going and getting it. I'm regretting it now. Mm. Um, we should get the Illuminati card game though. Yeah, I think we should do that. Maybe do a live bonus episode for the Patreons playing well, the game. Is that all we've got? I think so. Mm. Where do we land on spontaneous combustion? Does it is it a thing? One of those cool weird things. Yeah. Oh, do you guys remember the episode of uh, early seasons of South Park where people were spontaneously combusting? Because they were holding in their flatulence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the problem with uh, probably anything that we remember reading f- from weird books of our youths is that mm. by 2019 they'll have cracked the case. Mm. But I think, feel like even back then they would have been like, it's just cigarettes, guys. Yeah. Unless you're trying to sell weird uh, unexplained mystery books. You don't have, they sell themselves and you don't have to worry about refunds because yeah. you can never find the bookshop again. Ah. Yeah. It's like books about freaks. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, you can get to buy that. Yeah. I never would. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can find us at hypotheticalinstitute.com. We're on all of your podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. Pocket Casts. Yep. Google yep. Podcasts. Yep, Google Podcasts. Uh, our Patreon is at patreon.com slash hypothepod. Uh, thank you to Tom, our cooked $33 sponsor. And Robbo, where can they find you, my friend? You can get me at aleofatime, com. Just look up Ale of a Time on the internet. You can get me at Saltmarsh on Instagram and Twitter and Andrew Saltmarsh Illustration on Facebook for uh, artwork stuff, which is hasn't been updated for ages, so maybe don't go there. What are, where have you put your Bob Ross pictures? Uh, Is that on the gram? I think I posted it on Instagram, yeah. Oh, check it out. It's some good pics. Thanks, mate. Check out Toe Hider on Patreon. Toe Hider just finished touring the Progfest tour, so we're going to get back into putting out some content in the near future. I liked uh, Mike's post about Progfest in Sydney. He said, hey, um, I'm <laughs> missing my friend. Can you help me find him? He's a middle-aged, chubby, balding guy. <laughs> yeah, with a beard and a black T-shirt on. Yeah. Uh, for, for a progressive music scene, seems sort of stagnated. Yeah. <laughs> and you can find me at Sextonheimer on Twitter. Uh, I am on Facebook and iTunes with Gather Around Me, my other podcast. Right. Thanks, gents. Thanks, guys. Bye. Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. supply contains mind-altering drugs don't worry about a thing except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't
say I'm very tall at the end of strawberry fields forever. Ooh, don't worry about a thing. Except not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which let's not forget where all the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing. Except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just blind if you can't see them. Why don't you open your eyes?